0: Hey everyone, welcome into the InvestWell Show. I'm your host, Michael Wall, and we are going to cover some stuff today that I know is going to be crucial for you with your investments. Listen, you know, it's election time. Here we are wrapped around November 3rd. And obviously, if you're not aware, (laughs) there's a little side thing going on out there in the country called the election, right? Whether it's President Trump reelected or Joe Biden. And then obviously we got senators and uh, congressmen and all these other folks that we're going to be voting for. But isn't it interesting how elections and volatility can often go hand in hand, and this election is no different. In fact, I think we're going to even see increased, my personal opinion, volatility riding through this election. And I think it's so important. So we're going to talk today about uh, some things that you want to be looking at, making sure you're not missing, and uh, all of the things that you need to be focused on. Hey, I want to give a shout out to all of you who have already taken a minute. Just a few of you that have taken a minute to uh, uh, like or comment on our. Show whether you listen to this on Spotify or you know, Google Play or Apple, whatever you're listening to it on, we appreciate you doing that. So, take a moment and do that. If you like the show as you're going through it, love what you're hearing. Take a minute, press pause and share it with someone that needs to hear this. Listen, there's so much anxiety out there today. People are in a place where they are just fearful. What should I do? What does this look like? And they need to hear some kind of calm in, in the midst of the storm. This can be that for a lot of folks. So, share it with someone. And we always love to get a shout out as well to the sponsors over at leanonthewall.com. So you got questions about your personal financial situation, you want a second opinion, coming to the end of the year, you want to reduce taxes, you got questions about all that kind of stuff, head over to leanonthewall.com, and the team over there can help you with everything that you need from that capacity. All right, so let's jump in and talk about the election and volatility going hand in hand. Now Truth be told here, as I am shooting this or recording this show, it is literally Monday in the morning on the 26th, October 26th. So if you listen to this a day or two later, then you'll know that, uh, you know, when I was recording this. But as I'm looking at this right now, the Dow Industrial is actually down almost 600 points. Actually, it's 604 points as I'm looking at this at the moment. And one of the things that we know, you know, they're talking about rising COVID cases and all this other stuff. That's happening. Of course, there's so much political conversation. There's conversation about the Hunter Biden issues and whether or not it's connected with with Joe Biden and how that affects the economy and how it affects the country and how it affects the election. And then there's things coming out about Trump and, you know, obviously COVID and all of these things. And that just creates a ton of uncertainty. I think this is probably one of the most crazy elections that I've been a part of in my lifetime. In fact, I had a conversation with my wife this morning and we were talking about how, you know, a lot of these things, this divisiveness and a lot of these other things occurred, they they occurred in the past, but we just didn't know about it to the same degree. You know, today with social media and all of the things that we have, we have the ability to talk about things and discuss things in ways that we just didn't have before. And so I think that's why this election in particular, coming up here November 3rd, is going to have a a sentiment of volatility in the markets. And when I say volatility, I mean the market going up, going down, really not having any sense of clear direction. I think we're going to have a sense of volatility in this market that we've we've just never seen before because of all of the aspects that we just didn't have years ago. And if we take a look at the impact even like Twitter has and Facebook and and Instagram and TikTok and all of these other places, right? They have a massive impact on how people feel. How they think and what they do, and the reason they have a big impact is not necessarily because of the conversation that's being shared on it, even though that's important. But it's the amount of conversation and how much time people spend actually looking at it. I mean, if you think about how much time people spend on their phones, yourself as an example, you know, whether you're on on the treadmill right now listening to this, or whether you're taking a walk, or whether you're just in your your room or your car, wherever you are in your house, whatever. You probably listen to this through your phone in some capacity or your Apple Watch or something like that. In other words, a device that's connected to the internet, right? And so what happens is a lot of times we're literally in a place where we are so in tune with what's happening socially that it can start to override our thinking, which can then also start to override the decisions that we make. Now, that doesn't necessarily just affect the quote unquote retail investor, Right. That's the Joe Schmo out there and Sally Sue <laughs> that's investing kind of saying, hey, I got a Robin Hood account or I got a TD Ameritrade account or I got, you know, whatever all these other accounts. These these millions and millions and millions of retail investors that have hit the scene today. But it also does affect, quite honestly, the institutional conversation because nobody's immune to the darts of media as they come out. I mean, it's, especially it's as repetitive as it is. So it really can start to create fear in the minds and the psyche of the investor. And I think for that reason, I think it's so important, especially during this election season, that you really be paying attention to what is going on with your investments. What is happening with your 401ks? What is happening with your 403b's? What is happening with your profit sharing and your deferred comp plans? What's happening with all of those plans? Don't just say, well, I'm in it for the long haul. I'll just put my head in the sand. It'll all be around. I think, I think it's an important time, a good first step to take. So a good first step to take anytime you're in a place where you do not know or you have a lot of uncertainty hitting the system. I think a good first thing to do is to press pause. Now, what does pause look like? Well, if you're in a 401k plan or a 403b plan or if you're in profit sharing or deferred comp, one suggestion you may think about, obviously, you have to make the final decisions and you might want to get other folks helping you weigh in, professionals on this situation as well. But a thought that could potentially help reduce some volatility is to think about the idea of maybe I should be a little bit more conservative and the investments that I take right now maybe I should go to cash maybe I should you know liquidate some stronger growth funds and just kind of take some of the profits that I've had over, from over the years and and just kind of wait it out a little bit it'd be like the idea of you know I live down here in Florida in the Palm Beach area it'd be like the idea of a hurricane coming through And you're saying, you know, now's a good idea to go buy a house because we've had a challenging time, especially if you know that there's a great chance of two or three hurricanes coming in the next couple of weeks. (laughs) You might want to say, well, let me just wait and see what happens there and then I'll act. Now, I'm not saying that you sit on the sidelines forever. For sure, that's not a good approach or a good plan. What I am saying is, is now is a good time with markets still at all time highs. A lot of people forget that. You know, the Dow is at all-time highs. I mean, if you take a look at where the Dow is, the Dow Jones is right now, right, which is around 27,000, and then you look at where the Dow Jones was even back in 2015, right, before Trump got elected, a lot of people forget that from 2014 to 16, the market was flat. It really didn't go anywhere. So towards the end of uh, Obama's administration, the market really did not go anywhere, in those two years, right? But if we take a look at what happened with the market, essentially from the beginning of 16 on, the market's been roaring. So, where was the market back in the end of 15, the beginning of 16? Well, it was right around 16,000 ish, okay? So, it's around that ballpark. And now it's at 27,000. So, the Dow's literally gone up almost 10,000 points, a little over 10,000 points. In the last couple of years, from the end of 16, 17, 18. So the last four years, it's gone up 10,000 points. That is a massive jump. It's a massive jump. And I think it's important when you take a look at these things to say, okay, well, if that's the case then the reality of it is we're at market all-time highs. We've got tremendous volatility. we got a lot of stuff coming out socially on all different networks. It's probably a good idea to press pause a little bit and be in a place where we don't necessarily ride out all the storms. That doesn't mean that you go to cash with all of your portfolio. That means you might want to think about saying, okay, let me take 40%, 50% of my money and uh, selling and go into cash, go into what's called a money market account. A little side note, a lot of people say, well, what does that mean to go to cash? Does that mean that I have the company send me a bunch of dollars (laughs) that I actually put in my chest or a safe in my house? No. That means going to cash from an investment perspective is the same thing as putting your money into what's called a money market. So you sell the positions, you would sell a stock or a bond, or you'd sell A mutual fund or an ETF that you may own. And when you automatically sell that at a, you know, a custodian, whether it's Charles Schwab or Fidelity or TD Ameritrade or, you know, Robinhood or wherever it is, they will put that money and it'll actually go in what's called a money market account, also known as cash in the investment space. That way, you're in a place where you got your powder dry, a little bit of it anyways, and if the markets crash significantly, you'll be in a place where at least that amount of money will not lose money in the stock market. Now, there's a whole nother conversation about money market accounts and them being frozen back in 2008 with Lehman Brothers and all kinds of stuff, but at the end of the day, it is historically considered safer, obviously, than being in a stock in relation to stock market volatility. Now, if the market does go up, you need to know you're not going to make a bunch of money in that process either if you're in cash, but it will allow you to be in a place where at least a portion of your portfolio is in cash, and you'll weather the storm that way. The other thing, and we've seen some families come into our office, quite honestly, on the Wall Private Wealth and U.S. Private Wealth Division, which, by the way, you got questions there about your personal situation. You don't want to do this alone. Well, that's where you can head over to leanonthewall.com. Again, leanonthewall.com. And there uh, is a way that you can reach out to our team there. But we've had folks come in and we've had conversations about their story. And these are primarily folks that are pretty much all in the market. You know, whether it be stocks, bonds, mutual funds, ETFs, their, their investments are all in the market. And the challenge with that is they are going to participate in a ton of volatility as it happens. So if volatility increases, the market going up, the market going down. Just think about being in that boat in the sea, right? If you're in the ocean and there's a massive storm, it doesn't matter if you're in a 25-foot boat or if you're in a 200-foot yacht. That sea is going to move that boat. So whether you got $50,000 or $500 million or a billion dollars, it's irrelevant. You're in a place where your money, your investments, your wealth is going to move if it's all in the market. It's going to go up, it's going to go down, it's going to ebb and flow. You're going to feel it. And we've seen a lot of folks coming in that that's where their investments are structured, primarily because the advisors that they had or the strategy that they had were in a place where it was really just kind of market only, market driven only. And my philosophy over the years has really moved along the way of After we've been helping families, you know, really for almost 20 years now in some capacity in the retirement space, it's moved into the place where we really believe that having an efficient portfolio, and we've seen the proof in the pudding on this, is something that is causing families to have less volatility, less anxiety, quite honestly, more comfort. In the process of retirement. And the reason that happens and that is the case is because they literally have diversified and they're using other products and other investments and other things where they can park their money and put their money other than just on the stock market. Now, what's right for you specifically? Obviously, I can't answer that over the the podcast airways, right? I mean, I'd be like doing a haircut through the phone, but it is something that's important. And it's a question you got to ask yourself. Number one, how much money do you have in the market right now? And number two, how much of your money is just in stock market investments? And that's why I talked about the idea of having your powder dry. So I just want to encourage you with that challenge. I think volatility is here and going to be here through the election. That's one of the reasons that we've taken, at least on our market portfolios, through U.S. private wealth, a significant approach to reduce volatility by going to cash, having a heavy cash position, uh, and even shorting the markets to some degree, right? So I think those two things are really important to be looking at what are you doing with your investments, how much money is in the market, and what is your plan? I think both of those things will be in a place where they will give the opportunity to understand what is necessary to achieve the kind of results that you want to achieve. Anytime you know massive volatility can occur, just staying in the ship and riding it out As you've heard said before in investments, just ride it out, it'll be okay, it's gonna come back, all these things. Those are all things that you need to be thinking about in relation to what really is the right thing for you to be doing. So if you have questions, you wanna learn more, there's a lot of great resources, a lot of great content, a lot of great video. If you just head over to leanonthewall.com, again, leanonthewall.com, there's a lot of resource there for you. You can pick up a copy of my best-selling book, Retire Once, Retire Well. If you are in the Palm Beach County area or if you're so inclined, if you'd like to get a a signed copy of the book, just reach out to that uh, link as well, leanonthewall.com. Reach out to the team and just say, hey, listen, I'd like to pick up a copy of Michael's book and I was hoping I might be able to get a signed copy as well. Love to do that for you and we can send that your way in the process. But as always, my challenge in goal is to help you live on purpose so you can live with purpose and really have security with your investments and your life. That being said, take a moment and share this show with someone that needs to hear the same message and encourage them on their investment journey. Until next time, we'll talk to you soon.
1: Any client experiences discussed during this show are unique to that client. They are not meant to imply or suggest you will experience the same results. By contacting us, we'll review aspects for your retirement portfolio to include suggestions about how to best utilize stocks, bonds, life insurance, annuities, and other financial products, or if changing management styles is appropriate for your specific needs and objectives. Michael Wall is an investment advisor representative of U.S. Private Wealth, LLC, a registered investment advisor. Exposure to ideas and financial vehicles discussed should not be considered investment advice or recommendation to buy or sell any financial vehicle. Pass Performance is not a guarantee of future results. Investments can fluctuate and when redeemed may be worth more or less than when originally invested. Financial professionals are not licensed in all 50 states. To find out if Michael Wall is licensed in your state, please contact his office. Wall Private Wealth Inc. is not affiliated with nor endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government agency and does not provide legal advice. Annuity guarantees rely solely on the financial strength and claims paying ability of the issuing insurance company. By contacting us, you may be provided with information about insurance and annuity products offered through Michael Wall, NPN license number 733. zero zero one zero.